Sustainability Unwrapped, a conversational podcast about responsibility, ethics, inequalities, climate change, and other challenges of our times, where science needs practice to think about our world and how to make our society more sustainable one podcast at a time. In this podcast, we're going to discuss sustainable organizing by looking at grassroots innovation in the food production sector. One common form of organizing in this sector is through community-supported agriculture, where partnerships are built between the farmers and consumers. The idea behind this is to share the responsibilities and risks, as well as the rewards related to the farming, providing an opportunity to regain the control and ownership of our food system. In order to learn more about the topic, we had the opportunity to conduct an interview with Maya, an active member of OMAMA, a Finnish community-supported agriculture initiative. Thanks so much, Maya, for, for doing this um, and talking to us about um, community-supported agriculture in Finland. Um, can you tell a little bit about the origins for the idea of community-supported agriculture? What is the sustainability problem that you are solving? Well, the inequality in global supply chains and in our agriculture is probably one of the key key problems. And uh, as a consumer, it is very very difficult, if if not uh, impossible, to to know where the where the food we consume is has been produced and how the pro- producers are are uh, doing and and uh, in community supported agriculture the idea is to share the the risks and the profits and uh, take into your own hands or our own hands uh, the uh, most important uh, industry that is uh, agriculture looking into the the question and bumped into uh, a cooperative OMAMA, which is a, a community-supported agriculture initiative in in uh, southern Finland, and I was very impressed by the the ideology behind the uh, project. And after working with Eti and and collecting the the cases, I soon joined the uh, cooperative because I thought that it was such a special way to produce food and 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 stop being a consumer and rather become a producer and since 2016 I've been involved with Omama which is a, a cooperative and we found it in 2019 Companus Matalos RU together with other CSAs to promote and cooperate and now there are how many members in the CSA Finland organization? I don't know. I think there's like uh, in the board there's maybe five members or so, and and all CSAs are invited to join the uh, the association, and I think there might be something like ten CSAs or different initiatives in Finland. It's uh, they all are all very different, but the, there are uh, values that we we share. So that's kind of a 
platform or network more like uh, very very uh, organized uh, association can you tell a little bit more about those values that all these initiatives share well for 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 us it's of course about uh, uh, producing food ecologically so Cooperatives are producing organic food or biodynamic food or, or sharing very, very deep ecological values. And, and, and then there's the, the social, uh, social side of the cooperatives. So it's not producers and consumers, but it's more about democratic uh, decision making and sharing a community and and well it's community supported agriculture so it's not about uh, buying products from a producer but being involved in the production so we are there are different different uh, approaches but we all value uh, participation so there are a lot of different uh, approaches to participation we don't have um, like uh, we don't ask for uh, our members in Omama for example that they would have to participate in the in the work at the farm or in the distribution but we all uh, appreciate it and and in in other cooperatives there might be like uh, uh, a demand for a certain amount of uh, input for volunteer volunteer work so very strong ecological and and uh, sustainable social sustainable uh, sustainability uh, values uh, in agriculture a lot of uh, income for the farmers come from subsidies from EU for example in 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 Finland and actually the food we are buying from supermarkets it's not the real value it doesn't represent the real value of the food so in in uh, csas we kind of decide to go around the the <laughs> structures that are not fair and equal so we we take the the production in our own hands and and share the risks and share the profits and it's not uh, it's not like there 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 are these big big players who can uh, decide the prices they are paying uh, and and uh, the structures uh, in agriculture are very much. Uh, dictated by subsidies and poli trade policies and agricultural policies and there's a lot of wrong in in the structures so uh, creating your own uh, system is a kind of a way to to say that this this current situation is not working for us we don't like it we don't appreciate it we want to to produce food in a more sustainable fair way and and since it's very difficult in agriculture to to avoid uh, those structures uh, CSA is kind of a building um, an alternative economy and it is actually you know 
the thing that we we what we most need and what we use usually uh, most our uh, money and energy on is food and and that's the kind of the the core uh, core <laughs> principle in life to to get yourself uh, nutritious ecological sustainably produced food and 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 since it's kind of impossible to do it do it in a in a very ideological way if you just rely on the current uh, structures so this CSA is kind of building another uh, reality it's a very <laughs> a very big kind of a dream that we are building and it's of course like uh, also a difficult thing to do but still it's very meaningful because we are all the time receiving the delicious food for ourselves so it's not like we are just trying to create some structures or or, or um, theories but it's actually producing food so it's very 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 like very basic and um, where do you think you could see the effects of um, this kind of initiatives becoming more popular or, or gaining ground or um, what could the impact be to our society if your dreams were fulfilled? <laughs> I think this was very kind of it's visible during, the, during the, the, the spring, during the beginning of the pandemic because people suddenly had uh, more time in their hands. They were staying at home and, and maybe thinking more about the whole, whole <laughs> problematic uh, world trade and, and uh, agriculture and animal production, because it was all in the, in the papers and in the discussion uh, very much at the time. And there were a lot of new members coming in in Omama, for example, and I think that the there are I could name a lot of challenges for people uh, uh, that people have when when you think about changing supermarkets to to CSAs because then you have to participate. If it's not uh, mandatory, then it's still implied that you should be participating because you are, you know, in a as a as a group of people uh, joining together producing your own food so you you have to stop being a consumer which is a bit of a challenge for many people because then it's so convenient easy uh, fast you can go to prisma any any time of the day or any day of the the year and you can buy very cheap food and you don't have to care about anything but then when you get involved there are more uh, more um, it, it, it demands more from you uh, also like uh, time-wise but also um, in in the way you kind of start preparing your food you also begin to value more the, the production the products because you are actually you know how much effort and and sweat was put into to the like kilo of carrots so it's it's changing the whole kind of mindset and i think that is one of the biggest challenges because you have to 
get out of the, the the life you 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 knew, but also it's it's a it's a very rewarding uh, transformation. Yeah, it it asks it 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 asks uh, a lot, but it it also gives. And and there's the there's the there's the uh, community, which is very nice because in a in a city not well there are a lot of CSAs around the world and and in bigger cities as well, but in a city like Helsinki we've created a community where where people who value locally organically produced food and and fair trade. Uh, come together and and it gives a a lot of meaning to to the production. It's it's much more than just buying and consuming. Um, yeah, I love what you said about the whole mindset and lifestyle change, and kind of understanding the value of food. And I could see that it has an impact also on reducing food waste because you value every single carrot you've gotten from the field and you do whatever you can to avoid putting it into the compost and not using it but also simultaneously it has larger impacts like you mentioned the um, pandemic and how that drew people towards the initiative but also from the perspective of food security um, Probably you had uh, no stress <laughs> related to like emptying of of grocery store shelves and whether there's going to be pasta because you knew that you're part of a co- cooperative that will produce you food during the next summer anyway. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, our goal in Omama is not to grow. It's the idea uh, in in CSAs is not to scale. Uh, the the kind of the cooperatives, but the to more more so to scale the idea. So we are we have limit. Uh, we we have set us ourselves uh, limits of go- growth. There's a, a limit of two hundred members for Omama, but the idea is that there should be more uh, small cooperatives where people actually can be part of the decision-making and not just uh, someone who's at the end of the supply chain. You can, of course, give feedback to big companies, but how, how, how much they are actually listening to you, you can boycott, you can choose uh, where, where you buy your, your food from, but uh, actually being able to, to decide what you are producing how you are producing is something that is is in, is not in normal consumers hands so uh the kind of the idea is that there would be more smaller uh, sustainable uh, cooperatives and and i and the the trend lately in in agriculture has been uh, larger units bigger farms less producers less uh, less farmers and and the the problem is that of course they are not receiving enough uh, money from uh, for their products and they are basically dependent on on subsidies and it's not it's not uh, it's not good business to produce food which is which is horrible because 
that's kind of the the only business that should be sustainable producing healthy organic sustainable food and not only thinking about the next three months or next year but but um, keeping the the soil uh, healthy and and in in when you visit the farm there's in Omaha there's we have a like one farm that 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 is used for producing uh, most of the food uh, you you see that there's everything has been has been thought about there's no kind of uh, massive uh, big scale just taking all out of the soil but we are using this specific uh, spot for 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 uh, like uh, fruit trees because it's not good for the the potatoes and the fava beans are are here and and there's the cycle you can't uh, farm same uh, crops in in the same spot for 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 several years and and everything has been thought about and it, the idea is to create this like uh, cycle a closed loop where you know you we we take care of the uh, the input and output and it's not uh, it's contrary to the linear linear thinking that we are actually trying to uh, develop and cover the whole kind of uh, supply chain and and when we get uh, when we get uh, like uh, stuff produ products from the farm then we can return the the cups and the bags and and uh, we, we there's of course so many things that we could improve and and develop but it's kind of we, we are thinking about the processes and not just you know being part of one point of the supply chain but you know trying to think the whole uh value chain in a in a as as sustainably as possible yeah but it's 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 kind of a mind-blowing uh, thing and when you when you first come to the cooperative it's uh, it's very difficult to to uh, to start thinking in an alternative way because you are used to making decisions you get to choose but in the cooperative we we kind of choose together what what is needed and the whole idea is to to provide enough uh, protein and uh, and um, all all things needed and it's like counter fast food uh, I don't know trend so you can't decide that well now I want something because you have to think that next year what we are producing so it's changing the the way of thinking in a in a very profound way yeah, you're not shopping around anymore. No, of course we. Most of the members are also buying food from other places, but the kind of the core, the the big picture is in 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 our own hands. I think the 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 beauty is that there's no one right way to to CSA. Oh, I'm on a rhyme. <laughs> there's no one right way to to do. To, to do what we do so all cooperatives can make their own kind of decisions and uh, there's 
there, there, the, all the all the existing initiatives are already very different. So the thing is that you know you could create your own CSA and think about the the be- look at the best practices and the, the bad practices and decide that well this is not how we are going to do it. In Omama, it's a it's a diff- uh, it's a very it's kind of a heavyweight uh, initiative because it's uh, all year round. We are not focusing only on uh, summer production like some other cooperatives, and there's a lot of uh, pro- products like <laughs> basic <laughs> basic uh, vegetable and fruit and grain, but also bread and yogurt and falafel and and there's like the the each uh, food bag uh, is ideally cons- consists of one week uh, one person's uh, one week's need. So there's a lot of uh, variety, and and in other cooperatives you might only have like uh, summer production and 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 um, so it's there are different approaches and and the the kind of I think if we go to supermarkets we get the illusion we get the uh, we get uh, the idea that we are actually making choices but i think the choices in supermarkets are very much pre- predetermined we are not actually making any uh, any uh, real choices but they are given to us and and there's a, it might look like there's uh, 20 different alternatives but probably there's like two or three companies behind those alternatives and and this is of course uh, democracy is a very uh, time-consuming and not the easy just you know I want to get my stuff easily and the rest of the time you know watch Netflix kind of approach but then you actually are making those choices we have we've had discussions about like bees do we want to produce honey or should the cooperative be only be be only uh, ve- vegan food there there's uh, we have uh, eggs uh, we have a uh, chicken at the farm uh, yeah the chickens are part of the closed loop of nutrients and and there are uh, a few cows at the farm but we don't milk the cows but they are just taking care of the landscape and you know you have to make these choices and and for a for a person who is not in 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 involved in farming, it might be like uh, weird that you have to uh, you have to have animals at the farm to to be able to get manure for for uh, for the soil and you know these kind of things and and if you are choosing just choosing the end products in supermarket, you don't know what kind of uh, reasons are behind the the produ- production but then when you are actually being part of the production you need to know what happens for in the soil and what happens at the farm and and it it's kind of an educational project and and that, of course this might sound like super heavy and and oh well uh, I don't have time for becoming a farmer but then there's um, each member can share uh, or use as much time as they 
have in their hands for the cooperative so it's not like mandatory that you need to become an expert they are also people who are kind of behaving as consumers so you don't have to be part but there's the possibility we have meetings and it's an association so we we you you could become like a very involved member and i think it's um it's a good thing that you don't have to but it gives uh possibilities to to participate and learn and it's very we we value a lot uh, volunteer work so if you go to the farm and you get to see all the processes going on you bake the bread maybe you uh, uh you help with the making of falafel or yogurt or you you harvest potatoes or carrots or berries or you you help to maintain the facilities or there's like so much work and and you get to understand the realities and then maybe it also helps you to see the the price of the food in a different way because then you just don't want it to be as cheap as possible maybe because you know that there's a lot of hard work put into it what kind of policies do you think would help um CSAs become more common or Um, do you also participate in in policy making or influencing in some way? We have thought about uh, many ways to to find uh, funding for the CSA. It's it's pretty difficult because the like the agricultural policies are mostly designed for big uh, big production, so it's not it's it's impossible to to create these very flexible uh, well it's not impossible to create very flexible methods but it's currently the uh, subsidies and and the systems are not designed for these small uh, small um, groups groups and 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 uh, like very alternative production so i think the policy side is something that should definitely be uh, thought about how to support uh, this CSA CSA production and also um, maybe um, thinking about uh, a public procurement how uh, municipalities could maybe uh, become uh, CSA um, partners because it's uh, I I think there are like wonderful opportunities for for uh, schools to to become involved with CSAs, maybe to help at the farm, you know, understanding the whole value chain, where the food comes from, maybe uh, buying part of the production, mm, also the time, a, a question of time is important if people are working forty uh, hours per week, uh, very stressed, very busy, they they have no capacity to join uh, so join uh, CSAs maybe. So sh- should we think about the whole kind of uh, way we organize our lives 
in a different way. Uh, logistics is a, a important question. We we don't have very much resources to to provide um, like delivery uh, around the city. So you know people have to come to a certain place at a certain time to to get the the food. I don't know. This is not maybe a policy question, but it, it might be a policy question if we could uh, get uh, cities, municipalities involved uh, with CSAs, providing people better, um, like produce their own uh, food uh, in cooperation with CSAs. You know, there there's a million of millions uh, of possibilities, but I think this is kind of the uh, the question is about the the mindset if we if we think about the uh, the world as you know producers consumers supermarkets in a in a traditional way then then there's a little space for for alternatives but if we looked uh, into uh, the kind of the systemic change more then I think there could be some interesting opportunities.